Excuse me, flow? Welcome back, everybody, to episode... Actually, welcome back to the Hold Up What podcast, episode number 47 on this beautiful summer day on July 24th. We got a lot to cover. A lot happened over the weekend. This isn't your typical Military Monday because we did an interview over the weekend with one of my good friends, Tyler. You can go back and listen to it. It is lengthy. I'll give you that. However, we kind of went into it with, hey, let's just wing it and see what happens. So ended up just... Press and record, letting it ride, and going from there. So it's 117 minutes long. It's a long podcast, but um, it was mostly just a conversation we have with each other, and we just kind of went through a lot of topics. So we're not going to do a Military Monday today. Sorry to break everybody's heart, but that's just what it is. And like I said, it's July 24th. So with that being said, we're going to get into this date in history. In the heat of the summer, on July 24th day, the year was 1847, in the Salt Lake Valley, they lay. Brigham Young and his followers, weary and worn, found their promised land at dawn. Their journey long, their spirits tried, across the plains their faith their guide. The Mormon pioneers, brave and bold, in the heart of Utah, their stories told. A new home they founded, Salt Lake City it's named, for religious freedom their journey was Famed. From persecution they fled, a community they'd mold, their legacy enduring, a tale of courage be told. This day we remember on Pioneer Day, the strength and endurance of those on their way. Their tale and history, their mark has been made. On this 24th of July, we honor their crusade. Fucking Mormons, man. Pioneer Day for the Mormons in Salt Lake City, Utah. So, we got a busy episode. Not really busy. One big thing happened over the weekend. And I'm not sure if it's in memoriam what we're doing today or no one really knows. But Twitter is no longer Twitter. It's X. Just X. Like, just the letter X. X So, I don't know if it's still Twitter because it's called X, but if you go on to the website, it still says like tweets. It still says like at twitter.com, some of it. If you type in twitter.com, it redirects you to, or if you type in x.com, it redirects you to twitter.com. There's still a lot of branding, I guess they have to do, or rebranding they have to do with like little things here and there, but no one really knows the details. What are we going to call these things? X's? Like, what's a retweet going to be called? Rex? I don't know. It's hard to say, but we're going to get into it because we're going to have the list of Twitter's top moments in history since its inception until now. We're going to have a list of the highest traffic it's ever had, the top seven traffic moments it's ever had, and then go over the story of what the fuck happened, what the hell's going on over there at X now. So with that being said, we're going to get into it and talk about X today.
Okay, so with that overproduced intro to the action happening over happening over at X. So we'll start with what the hell's going on over there. So on late Saturday night, Elon Musk hinted at plans to do away with Twitter's blue bird logo. The design imagery, the word tweet stems from... Oh, I read that wrong. It, he decided he's going to get rid of the blue logo with the bird in which the word tweet stems from. Damn it. I don't know what the hell's going on there. So what are the changes? He's made a lot of changes since he's been there, right? A lot of things have been a little different, some slower, some just off the cuff. He just kind of does things. So ever since he took over Twitter, Elon has made quite a few changes, but his later move will obviously get rid of Twitter forever, making it X. I feel like I got to play this song in the background when I read this. So the platform will be rebranded as X. I'll look at how the platform changed since Musk took over. Twitter Blue was arguably... arguably the biggest change to the platform. Musk replaced the legacy verification system, the blue badges, with a paid system leading to backlash. He later introduced a gold and silver tick for brands and government figures and eventually restored blue ticks for celebrities. X gonna give it to you. Reinstate, he reinstated suspended accounts. Musk reinstated several high-profile accounts that had been previously previously suspended, including those of Kanye West, known as Ye, influencer Andrew Tate, and former president Donald Trump, of course, met with outrage. Then he fired a shitload of the staff. Musk faced criticism with mass layoffs at Twitter shortly after the takeover, reducing its work- workforce by nearly half as a cost-saving measure. Number five, decline in advertising business. Twitter's ad revenue reportedly dropped nearly 50%, contributing to a negative cash flow. Six, introduction of commerce features. In search of new revenue streams, Musk plans to induce introduce commerce and peer-to-peer transaction capabilities to the platform. Number seven, technical issues and competition. Since the takeover, Twitter has experienced various technical issues. In the meantime, competition from other platforms, such as Facebook's new text-based platform, Threads, has increased. And then number eight, finally, potential influencer exodus. Many Many influencers have announced plans to leave Twitter as Musk prepares to change its name and logo, continuing an exodus that began after Musk's takeover. So I'm not saying one way or another. I'm not saying I hate the guy or whatever. He was on the fraud report. I think he over he oversells things and his reputation can buy him a lot of leeway with investors and he is the richest man in the world. So you can't say he's not the brightest bulb, but sometimes you make mistakes. And personally, I think he's making a mistake because Twitter was Twitter, you know? Twitter was, um, it was a movement for a while. You know, it's lasted this long. It had its problems, of course, but everything does. And he bought it and now it's, he's doing his thing with it. He can do whatever he wants with it. He bought the fucking thing for $44 billion. So we're going to go over the most significant stories that broke Twitter up to today. Because it's no longer Twitter, it's X. So U.S. Airways Flight 1549. Landing in the Hudson River in 2009, Janice Crumbs was a passenger on a ferry that went to rescue the passengers of U.S. Airways Flight 1549 after it landed in the Hudson River. He posted a photo of the event to Twitter before mainstream media outlets could get to the scene, making it one of the first major news events broken on Twitter. 
Number two, the Arab Spring. From 2002 to 2012, the social social media platforms like Twitter played a significant role in the Arab Spring uprisings. Citizens used these platforms to organize protests, share their stories, and rally support from the international community. The death of Osama bin Laden, 2011. The raid on Osama bin Laden's compound in Pakistan by U.S. forces was unknowingly live-tweeted by a local resident, Sohab Athar, before the news broke officially. Bin Laden gets the gunshot for that one because we shot him in the face, apparently. If that's the story you want to believe, but we'll get into that a different time. The Ferguson protests in 2014. Twitter was instrumental in spreading news and coordinating responses related to the protests in Ferguson, Missouri. Missouri. After the shooting of Michael Brown, it helped keep the story alive and influenced mainstream media coverage. Number five, the Me Too movement, the hashtag Me Too movement. In 2017, while the Me Too movement was started by Tarana Burke in 2006, it went viral in 2017 when actress Alyssa Milano encouraged survivors of sexual harassment and assault to tweet about it in order to give people a sense of the magnitude of the problem. And then, of course, everyone's favorite thing to talk about, COVID-19 pandemic 2020, taking number one. 2020, sorry. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Twitter has been a platform for breaking news, spreading information, and also misinformation, and sharing personal stories. The World Health Organization and other bodies have used the platform to provide updates of the virus and safety protocols. Now we're going to have to rely on X. Now we're going to move on to a different list. This is a list of the most significant times on Twitter based on the traffic going through Twitter. So this is the, these are the moments when someone says, it's on Twitter, and you're like, I don't have Twitter. You sign up for it, you see this one thing, and you get off it. That's basically all it is. It's not like you're on Twitter all the time to get your news, get your sports, get your memes, all this shit. This is just the most action Twitter's ever seen, like the spikes and then the dips that follow after. So we're going to start at number seven. Some of these are similar to the other list because obviously if it's a big story in the world, it's going to be a big story on Twitter. So number seven, the Me Too movement, which we just went over. Previously mentioned, this social movement against sexual harassment and assault went viral on Twitter and continues to drive significant conversations on the platform. Number six, One Direction related tweets. The boy band One Direction has a dedicated fan base on Twitter. Various tweets related to the band and its members have gone viral driving high traffic. World Cup conversations, football events, football events, especially the World Cup, generate a tremendous amount of traffic on Twitter. The 2014, 2018, and 2022 World Cups have generated over 618 tweets, 618,000 tweets per minute. The Ice Bucket Challenge of 2014. Someone asked me the other day, a little side note, when was the Ice Bucket Challenge? And it was, the multiple choice question was 2010, 11, 12, or it was 11, 12, 13, 14. And I was like, I feel like that was like 2017. I had, I was, I swear, I was like, the, the answer is not there because it's like, it was earlier than that. I thought it was legit like 2018, like right before COVID. Apparently it was 2014. Apparently the, <laughs> the Ice Bucket Challenge was 2014. But then I thought about it and I was like, 
I kind of remember doing it before I joined the military in 2016, so it makes sense, but I could have sworn. If someone would have said it's 2017, I would have believed it. But anyway, the Ice Bucket Challenge in 2014 comes in at number four. This viral trend involved dumping a bucket of ice-cold water on oneself or someone else to promote awareness for amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, and encourage donation donations to research. The hashtag... Hashtag Ice Bucket Challenge trended worldwide on... Did I say worldwide? The hashtag Ice Bucket Challenge trended worldwide on Twitter for weeks. Number three, hashtag Black Lives Matter 2013 up until today. What started as a hashtag became a global movement with Twitter being the primary platform for sharing information, organizing protests, and mobilizing supporters. Number two, Barack Obama's four years tweet in 2012. This tweet consisted of a picture of President Obama and his wife, Michelle Obama, hugging and the simple caption, four more years. It became one of the most retweeted tweets of all time. And then number one, once I say it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Ellen DeGeneres's Ellen DeGeneres' Oscars selfie from 2014. The celebrity-packed selfie taken during the Academy Awards ceremony became the most retweeted tweet of all time in Twitter history. So Ellen DeGeneres sits at number one. But now it's become X, not like Twitter X. I thought it was going to be Twitter X, to be honest, when I first saw it. I thought it was going to be Twitter X... Because he was like Twitter 2.0 for a little bit. And he kept saying like it's going to be another iteration and all this stuff. I thought it was going to be Twitter X or like Tweet X. Something like with the name Twitter still in it. But that is not the case. It's just X, which is fine. I'm still going to call it Twitter. I think most people are still going to call it Twitter for a while. Unless you're one of the Elon fanboys that's going to just go crazy and just get an X tattooed on your chest or something weird. No regerts. So with that being said, we're going to go through personal i wouldn't even say list because i haven't even made the list yet but we're gonna have to go through a moment for twitter because twitter was my favorite app for so long i'm still gonna use it as x so there's nothing to worry about there but there was a time back when twitter first came out um we were up in quaker woods and um me and jimmy my good friend jim were the only two people that had twitter at the time not the only two in the world obviously but the only two friends that had it. And um, we were trying to explain it. To, I remember sitting down and like we we're drinking nonstop. I remember trying to sit down and explain people what Twitter was. I'm like, you could tweet at celebrities. Like, you could tell someone to fuck off. And to, I thought it was like a direct message to them, like a text. I had no idea how it really worked at the time. So like we would sit there and tweet back and forth to each other. Like it was wild for a second. And like, we were like the tweet people. And then this was 2007-ish. Like we just had iPhones. So that was one of my first memories of Twitter. Where I was like, this app is fucking sweet. You got to get on it. I was telling you, you got to get on it. And then I've been on it. I tell, I, I told people all the time. I told my good friend, Alan Ortega, who uh, who's a avid listener, follows me on Twitch. He subscribes and stuff. He, um, he downloaded Twitter loves it back in like 2017 2018 he's on that shit all the time always messaging he still messages me tweets shout out to his kid and his wife but he still messages me tweets that he thinks are funny and 
he has a blast on it. He tells other people to get Twitter. You got to get on Twitter. It's the craziest shit. And like, it does have its value for breaking news and all this stuff. Uh, like I said, when I first, I was watching the Phillies game when they, the tweet went out from like the rock, I think was the first person to tweet it. And then for like John Cena, maybe. And then the president had his speech that said, we got a, we got bin Laden. And I remember I was in my room watching the game and it was like surreal watching the crowd reacting. And then you see it on Twitter first and you're like, is this real? And you're trying to verify things and you're going through it. And you're like, wait a minute, this is actually real. We got bin Laden. And then the news hits and then, you know, Obama does his speech and it's like, holy shit, this was on Twitter. Like that's when Twitter served its purpose. Like it's breaking news and everyone's on it to see what's going on in the world in real time. So that was like a moment where like I think the world kind of stopped for a second. At least America did. It sounds very nationalistic of me to be like, oh, the whole world stopped when this happened. But um, I remember when, yeah, I remember that. That was like a big moment for Twitter. But I mean, it is what it is. It was fun while it lasted and now it's going to be X. So hopefully X has similar memories and um we can look back on x one day and be like yeah i remember when it was twitter do the old back in my day to the kids when they're older i'll tell mason over a nice glass of scotch when he's obviously old enough in 11 years like listen here kid i know you're on this x and the threads i don't think x is going to be around in 11 years but when he's on threads or whatever iteration we have of a text-based social media platform like twitter threads mastodon all this stuff whichever one survives this gauntlet and i'm like back in my day we had this thing called twitter kid and used to go on there and you can tweet at somebody to fuck off i tell michael k all the time to suck a dick i used to tell josh donaldson he sucked and he should fucking jump off a building there was porn on there if you're into that kind of thing there's sometimes there's porn going on on twitter it was just a it was a haven for a disaster it was what reddit thought it could be it was what facebook wanted to be and it was his own thing even though it was wild and it got a little too political on there it got got out of hand a fucking riot got incited at the capitol building because of it but rest in peace twitter it was fun while it lasted and with that being said we're gonna wrap this episode up it's been real i don't know why i hit that sounder when i have X, dmx because x gonna give it to you now i guess so don't forget to follow me on x at elboro polito at x.com that'd be weird but that's where we're gonna be that's where i'll be at least or on threads at elboro polito as well so the pale donkey the white jackass so sorry it wasn't a military monday for everyone looking to it but if you go back to the episode that says first guest alert that's the military monday one recorded on a sunday you want that but we're gonna let it ride and uh we'll see everyone tomorrow we got a fun episode planned for tomorrow i'm planning it all night actually all day at work because i don't do that much at work let's be honest so we will see you when we see you According to reports, Osama bin Laden has been killed and President Obama is about to address the United States audience and give an update on what the situation is. Boy, news travels fast, even in the ballpark. Now the pitch. 
and it's line foul into the seats down the third base line. One ball, one strike, and I'll tell you what's going on. The crowd is chanting USA, and the reason for that is that there are reports circulating. I am not sure if they've yet been confirmed by the White House that Osama bin Laden is dead. How that's happened, we don't know, but this crowd now knows it. It's amazing how things seem so important for the moment, like they did when Ryan Howard batted with the bases loaded. And then if it's true that Osama bin Laden has been captured, killed, or whatever, it just takes you back to that awful, awful day. And you wonder why you get so upset or worked up over a baseball game in the first place.